Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's work and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weary Rider. Also joining me, who is very Canadian today, is Matt. Happy Canada Day. I'm comatose on the forums, and I solemnly swear I will not hate on anyone's fan favorites this episode. <laughs> this won't be posted anywhere near Canada Day, but now you know when this episode's recorded. Uh, yeah. yeah. Why? You, something, something, maple syrup, moose. Great, great, cool. Also joining maple me. Maple moose jerky. He was yeah. telling us about that. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, ma- there is such a thing as maple moose jerky, which but sounds it's not like, like a literally. Big thing. It's just. Like you can that, like that sounds like literally the most Canadian thing there ever was. It also needs as, to be polite. Yeah, it has to be polite. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Also joining me is Evgeny. Hello, I am Nevani Kulin, Artifabrian patron. No, you're not. You're Art. Yes, I am. No, Nevani doesn't have that voice. Just saying. Uh, it's the result of many years of working with smoking Fabrials. Yeah. <laughs> Inhaled. <laughs> Great. It uh, it does wonders to the lungs. Great. Does, does that mean you're uh you're in a relationship with uh Alex slash Feather because she's dad to Renarin? Uh, oh, ooh, I don't know if of, Alex to... would be Dalinar. I don't know. That's kind of a stretch. Well, see, the thing is, I don't accept that <laughs> thing. Okay. So no. <laughs> Okay, so it's unrequited. <laughs> Got it. All right, and I am Chaos. Great intro. Great intro, guys. Speaking of Fabrials, we're going to be talking about Fabrials today. Uh, we're going to talk about what they are. We're going to talk about ancient Fabrials. We're going to talk about all that sort of stuff. So why don't Unless we, talk- we split it into two. <laughs> yeah. So, what are Fabrials? Well, in um, Oathbringer... There's a bridgeman called Rial, uh-huh. who is who is notoriously fab. No, mm-hmm. no, no. He's he's on the uh, Roshar equivalent of uh, Queer Eye for you <laughs> Netflix watchers. One of the Fab Five. Ian, what's a Fabriel? Save me. <laughs> okay, so Fabrials are magical mechanical devices that, if you're on Roshar, use. And captured in gems, fueled with stormlight, to produce an effect, like generating heat, or lift one and another goes up, or lift one and the other one goes down. Yep, fun stuff like that. That that last bit clears it up a hundred percent. They, yeah, they do stuff. Yes, that's what Great. I was looking for. Great. Brandon has said, I think that. Uh, Abriel as a term might be used to describe other technologies that use magic um, on other planets yeah. in the future. Yeah, g- going forward, it's going to spread through the Cosmere. Hmm. That way he doesn't have to come up with multiple names. Similarly just, to how just like, are. Yeah, just no, like Shadesmar. No, this is not like Shadesmar. <laughs> because Same Shadesmar thing. is stupid. Because <laughs> okay. they're just duplicating a term that already exists. Like, Fabriel is a new term. I like Fabriel spreading. What? This is good. It's Let's... just like a pro- appropriation of an old term to expand its meaning to uh, mean yeah. different things. 
Let's talk yeah. about how Fabrials work. <laughs> so we're going to be just talking about Roshar and Fabrials, just so people don't. Oh yeah, 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 right. So if you're if you're listening to this episode in 2040 or whenever we get the third era <laughs> or the fourth era Mistborn series, it's just Roshar and Fa- Fabrials. Oh yeah. god, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> What, that we're going to be, like, 40 years old when we get those late books? <laughs> oh, that hit me hard. <laughs> Let's talk about the components of Fabrials and let Argent just be in a corner for a little bit. Okay. You need a spread. Yes. How do you get a spread in a gemstone? Well, well, Oathbringer spoilers. Yes. You entice the spread with something that it likes. So for flame spren, it would be fire and or heat. For joy spren, it would presumably be joy and things like that. Um, for a specific unmade, it would be Dalinar. Yeah. Um, and, and what you are effectively doing here is spren fishing. Mm-hmm. You are, uh, which is a term that we got from... Um, the um, Sea of Lost Lights map. Map from, from Oathbringer, where Naz um, mentions that in a specific area, sprint fishing is, is illegal, and sprint fishing is exactly the process of, of luring spren for your own presumably nefarious purposes, such as imprisoning them in gems. See, mm-hmm. I would not view that as nefarious. And also, if you're in Shadesmart, it's a little different than if you're yeah. in the physical realm as well. I, yeah. I think that is an interesting concept, though, that you wonder what Fabrials are being built or used in Shadesmar. Like, are, you know, Spren also making Fabrials using Whoa. Lesser Spren? Or, oh, you know... Work. I don't Whoa. think so. I, I, I think Fabrials are very much a physical, physical realm. realm thing. Yeah, yeah because for the, the same un- reason that like you can't summon a shard blade in the, yeah the cognitive realm. But like if they're outlying spren fishing in the Shadesmar, well, so my yeah my it, right? my impression of spren fishing was that so first of all it is not everywhere. And second, it is it is more of an ethics thing than it is. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we we are gonna ban that, so you don't yeah. like imprison spreading. Like it's just it's something yeah. that's not cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I I think um, Isaac because the Sea of Lost Lights map is Isaac put a lot of work into yeah. that, and his thoughts on that was Naz was trying to attract some spread to use like as a beast of burden in. Yeah, the cognitive realm, but that was still not okay because he wasn't being the emotions that were attracting those friends weren't true. Yeah, like if they're not using him for fa- Fabrials in particular, but it's the same process. And so, yeah, that kind of leads to the second thing that you need is you need a gem and you need the right gem. Yeah, the uh, right type of gem and the right cut of gem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the cut is very important. And you can have different spren and gem combinations depending mm-hmm. on what you're wanting to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, we really don't know uh, how, like, if there's a different cut to what spren go in yeah. the different gem. I don't think we really have a lot of that those details right now, right? Yeah. The really the only one that we know is um, the Navani notebook page from Bay of Kings, which shows a flame spren being captured in an emerald. Mm-hmm. And oh. we know that the heat reals we see use rubies, right? Yeah, but yeah, and presumably like those would use flame spren, but yeah. we don't know for sure. We don't know their use. I guess uh, yeah, we don't know. We do. Heat we do actually. Uh, there's a there's a mention somewhere I believe in um, uh, in Tarvengian's speech to well not speech but conversation with Dalinar in yeah. Vadenar where he says, oh, you know that. We can capture a flame spren in a gem, and then if we press uh, the metal to the gem, it it causes the spren to to emit heat or something like that. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, so the there's also this metal component too. Oh, uh, actually, you're um, getting it mixed up. That's uh, the Jasna Shalon conversation in chapter thirty three, and yeah. it's Jasna who says it. But yeah, you're exactly right. She says. Flame spren give off heat, and by pressing metal against a ruby with a flame spren trapped inside, you can increase or decrease that heat. So that's so interesting that all you need to do is just press the met a metal to the gem. Well, and what what purpose does the metal? Because all the fabrials we see, I think, have like not just gemstones; they have these metal components. And what? Yeah. Like, what is the metal doing? Um, so metal is important in the Cosmere. Yeah. It's like th there's a reason why solid physical investiture is metal. That this is probably like fundamental Cosmere mechanics. Like metal conducts investiture. Like it conducts electricity. Maybe like something yeah, along those lines. I don't think that the metal is important here not in not not in the same way that it is to um other parts of the cosmere or other aspects of the cosmere sure. i think it is just a matter of well maybe the first artifabrians were experimenting mm -hmm. and the first thing they had success with was like a metal wire which is mm -hmm. something i would imagine a scientist or, or an artifabrian which are scientists essentially uh we know this works experiment with right? let's yeah. keep let's keep using it yeah, um, um, you also get a lot of versatility out of mm -hmm. metal casings and metal wire. Like mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to make as precise of uh, uh, casings with like wood or stone, but with yeah. metal you can do whatever you want. And but see on Roshar, like they could just very easily. Well, I guess if you make it in metal, like yes, you could still cast it, but why? Yep. You just have the metal thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Does the type of metal matter? We have that as a pending question. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. Mm. And yeah, I, I found it interesting in uh, Words of Radiance um, when Navani's talking, or Jasna's written to Navani about the broken soulcaster for Shalon. Mm -hmm. And Navani says the feeling likely has to do with the alignment of the gem housings. So, like, how the gem is. And this is dealing with old, like not necessarily modern Fabrials, but so what she sees as important to fix that Fabrial is 
um, a how the gem is aligned in the metal, like holding. Yeah. Which is... So it, it it seems as if like the. <laughs> So, like, the structure is important. Like, it's not just the gem. Like, the where the metals are being poked in the specific gem. Like, all that matters, yep. you know? Like, yeah. it's kind of weird. It, it, it is kind of... Like, it does remind me a little of hemallergy. That's what I was like, just saying. it's yeah. very... Like, it's a very... Tech, mm. It's not an instinctive magical art like some of the others. It's you have to poke it in the right technical. places. Like, yeah. yeah. And... Fabrial science has had thousands of years to develop, and yeah. a lot of like the fabrials that we're seeing now are recent developments. Yeah, these are new mm -hmm. fabrials. Yeah. yeah, I was. I don't know if I would say it's had thousands of years because the ancient fabrials, uh, things like the regrowth fabrial that Nail uses, uh, things like soulcasters, they seem to operate on a completely different way and to completely different effects. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm saying ones. since like the recreants, since the last desolation, like yeah. like it has I, had thousands of years to develop. Yes, I'm just not convinced that there was a lot of development happening during most of those year, <clears throat> years. It it does seem like a lot of Fabrial science is newer. Like in even Dalinar's flashbacks, you see them using like uh, fires instead of yeah. Uh, heat reels and then like that transition seems to have happened at least within like new. kind of living memory right just thinking about how many fab reels are available right now like obviously we haven't seen even we haven't seen all of roshar we haven't seen even most of roshar mm -hmm. but the number of fab reels that we have seen is is extremely limited Mm -hmm. But we do have places like Tashik that have adapted and, you know, have this span read hub, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And a whole, whole economy based around that. Some of them at least have been around long enough for countries to adapt and kind of build industry around Fabrial science. Span reads mm -hmm. are like the last six years. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they were invented They're newer. during the War of Reckoning. Yeah, oh, there was a mention of that, wasn't there? So Tashik is just on, on the, the cutting ball. edge They're in there. The Let's yeah, monetize I, this. I guess you're, <laughs> it, it is hard to remember because a lot of the things, the objects that we see in Roshar are very, very old. And like, they've always been there. But like, no, that's Bandry Network. Very new. This, yeah. is, this is cutting mm. edge. Which leads us right now. Why don't we talk about the, the, all the types of modern Fabrials that we know? So, the Ars Arcanum of Way of Kings lays it out very well. Later, Ars Arcanum have just copied it and not updated themselves because Brandon is lazy. That legit well, word of Brandon. That well, is legit forgot. word of Brandon. He said it to me personally. That Chris, Chris just hasn't had time to write a new article. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She's busy yeah. writing um, a Nalthus essay. <laughs> So there's, good, good. <laughs> there's four categories. There's altering fabrials that change something. Okay. There's pairing fabrials, which um, link two gems together in different ways. There's warning fabrials, which detect something. And then there's motion-inducing fabrials that either push or attract. 
And do we think these categories are like accurate or like more artificial based on Artifabrian's understanding of the science? You know, like I'm kind of curious if I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Like th there there are underlying mechanics, but like mm -hmm. people are putting them in boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and exactly. I I, I kind of wonder if some of those distinctions are artificial. Like some of those categories might actually be doing the same or similar things in different ways. And mm -hmm. like yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean we'll we'll kind of have to see, because like in a thousand years, I'm sure they will have m more categories than these. Yeah. Right. For oh, sure. like, For real. Like, it, absolutely. It, it's just weird to me that something like warning seems very specific and it, for it to have its own category, I kind of wonder, oh, like, did they just not know how to categorize alerter Fabriels? Yeah. And so they gave it its well, own. It's at that point, it's like you have Fabriels that make something, Fabriels that lessen something, and then Fabriels that when you push one, another one moves. Like, it's, it's not like any of those. So, yeah. like, it has to be its own category. In, unless you compare it to like uh, heat real, like they're both producing, like heat real is producing heat and uh, warning uh, is producing a sound. Like it, it depends, like they're but different, it, it, but it, it depends how you. I don't think warning fabrials don't produce sound. It's no. like they glow oh, in response to something. Gotcha. So uh, we see those in the recent interlude from the Way right. of Kings. Where oh, they set yeah, up a yeah, camp yeah. and they set up the the Fabriol, and when the Shin approach, uh, I think the Fabriol starts blinking or something. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a motion sensor. They really haven't used alerters that much in the books. No, I mean, all of them are are so new. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like um, a lot of the... Mr. mentions that. Um... He he spent a lot of money on that yeah because yeah, yeah. it yeah. is brand new. But like, and the only other alerter we know of is the emotion bracelet from the other Way of Kings Nabani notebook page. Oh yeah, wow, we have not seen an emotion bracelet on screen. I don't think. No. Wow. Uh, also, speaking of the emotion bracelet, it's like some of its its settings are awfully specific. Like yeah. if you light up, if you light up like four, five, and um, uh, what is it like nine or eight? Mm -hmm. That's a man betrayed by a close friend. Oh, Dalinar, and, and you and you have woman who has just been proposed to. Yeah, we're, we're looking <laughs> I, I at. I think you might have it backwards. That like they are like reading the emotions that are happening at that point it's not like mm -hmm. every time those three light up like that's what's happening gotcha that's it, it's so like, it, those sense. are the emotions being felt at that moment by the woman yeah but oh, I, yeah, it's yeah. interesting um if you look at that page the top uh left corner i guess when you're looking at it the ones referencing men specifically have one and the ones referencing women specifically have another so i wonder if those two Dots in the top left corner distinguish between male and female. Um, um, they are labeled at the bottom. Yeah, all, oh, the, they are? all of them are labeled yeah. just as a different emotions. So, like, huh. there are three lights of three different emotions, and it, it's kind of like translating oh, yeah. what that bracelet means to or, like, so what mother what at wedding of only son is anticipation, sadness, and trust. Huh. <laughs> Very interesting. 
so I should mention, listeners, that if you don't know what we are talking about, yes. because this is a little bit obscure. It is. Um, in, in The Way of Kings, there were some in-book art pieces or drawings that were written in the women's script yep. that some people on the 17th shard um, figured out a way to translate uh, into English. And so we have those pages on the copper mind. And we'll maybe and, put the link in the liner notes. Um, so if you, yeah, yeah, we can, we can do that. Yep. Uh, or if you want to get them, you can search for Navani's notebook and mm. you'll see all of them. And th there's something interesting about the emotion bracelet. It's not only just learning to read the bracelet, but also to see if the bracelet's reading your emotions, your subject's emotions, or the emotions of people in the next room over. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this reminds me like a lot of, um, medical technology you have to be careful with this especially with uh pregnant women like figuring out if you're reading the mums or the babies oh, okay. like heartbeat and stuff and that's what it kind of reminds me of like it's so sensitive it's reading a bunch of different things and you have to filter into what you like yeah, want presumably to. this is extremely like in a very new fabrial because you've yeah. never seen it on screen like i think it's just been in this right yeah and actually looking at this one, there's something else about Fabrioles that we haven't mentioned. Oh, yeah? There's the, the storm-like patterns. That... Oh, in the gems itself. Yeah, oh, like yeah. patterns of storm-light filtered through the Fabriol determine the power of the gem. Fabrioles allow creation of things like the emotion bracelets made of ten Fabrioles working together. The pattern cannot be seen by the naked eye. That kind of... What that's kind of reminding me of is kind of imagining like a prism of light, kind of like filtering, like the spreads kind of filtering yeah. how that goes, right? Like that's kind of what that reminds me of. Yeah. Yeah. But what, it, it's interesting if they can't see it with the naked by the naked eye, like what does it take to see it? Yeah, like right, do they have they... some eye like special microscope or type like device? Just some new glass that yeah, yeah. Would focus it, I don't know. Or is it something that they can't observe with the naked eye and they have to look for like secondary clues to know what the pattern is, you know? I would like if I were if I were to get like I don't I don't think this is gonna be a, a resolution type of thing. I don't think it's a it's a microscope. I don't think you need to magnify to see. Um I would guess maybe they they apply a filter of some sort. So that the pattern actually gets uh, shaded or colored as it as it is formed, uh, but that that's obviously like super speculation. -y. Yeah, or maybe they could do like a like a projection, like you put a, a gem in some sort of device thing, and it projects on the wall, and then you can see the pattern that it's creating. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, very speculative. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, so that that is crazy. It it almost feels like the emotion bracelet is so new that only like artifabrians in the know would know about the existence. Are talking about it, yeah, right? Like, well, even even the pain real in the Way of Kings, uh, the one that Navani was showing Renarin, mm -hmm. was a, a very new invention, and that was yeah, yeah. 
It's interesting getting these translations, actually, because when I first read this book and looked at that, I was like, oh, is that like a inaccurate drawing of a soul caster? <laughs> like, no, no, it's, <laughs> very bracelet. it's very specific. Yeah, bracelet with gemstones. I was like, oh, that's not how I pictured a soul caster. But, you know, sometimes the art is, you know, kind of a suggestion more yeah, than yeah. a accurate depiction. Yeah, but but maybe in non-Brandon books. Yeah, right? non-stormlight books but i like uh looking at this other page that's also from way of kings about the pain knife where it's just looking at the different metal encasings for like the same stone which like, welcome welcome to foreshadowing two books ahead of yeah and that one also uh, those says, actually aren't the same stone well they could be a different cut well, yeah, I, yeah, they're yeah, different right, cuts, yeah. like yeah, yeah, different, yeah. Cuts different, different, different cuts. settings. Yeah, there must be thousands of possible combinations. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but for the pain knife, Navani, I bet. I wonder if that technology was developed to cause pain first, actually, and then she like inverted it and made it a diminisher instead of an augmenter. Mm. I don't know about that. I don't know because. Like, well, because what, this you, isn't the pain knife is not the same fabrial as the pain wheel. Yeah, that reduces. But pain. they're manipulating well, the same. Like, they're both manipulating pain, right? And so, like, both, I could see the technology being like one building on the other. Um, it is. It is also important to mention that both of them are referred to as pain reals. So that's, that's more true. of a category than it is a specific yeah. fabrial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm re referring specifically to the pain wheel that Navani was showing off. Yeah. But like that the effect is like what the sharp blades piercing an attacker's clothing and causing crippling pain. Like that's very similar to what Navani is able to do in the Battle of Talon City um, with her pain wheel. Like it's a very similar effect. It's, it's pretty much that. Yeah. Yeah. How about we talk specifically about uh, types because we talked about alerters we talked about the emotion bracelet we're talking about the pain reel and that's under the category of altering fabrials and there's yeah. augmenters and diminishers yeah. there so pain reel there would be a pain reel that's an augmenter that makes pain and then a pain reel that is a diminisher that reduces pain and Navani seems to do both like she's able to flip a flip a switch basically and switch the flow well i don't uh, is that, that what she does i don't think so I, I i think she has a diminisher that she gives to dalinar and that's in his time yeah. or his wristwatch um air quotes and she also has the pain knife that she carries with her as like defense yeah i'm pretty sure it says she's using the like pain reel and she like flips it okay. <sighs> well why well, don't we find out quickly yeah well they do research there's yeah. also like the one we see a lot are heat producing fabrials yep. yeah very common and then heat reels heat reels and in the battle of narok we see light producing fabrials yeah because mm -hmm that use diamonds. Yep. And they're specifically like fabrials. They're not just huge gems with light. Yeah. Because so, they make more light than just a large gem. 
They're like flood lamps. I, if if we can go back, I found the quote. Great. Mm -hmm. Let me do that. Okay, so this is chapter 118 of Oathbringer. Um, One, so Navani sees the arm of the man holding her, then pressed the knobs of her pain fabriel against his skin. He screamed and dropped, writhing in agony. Uh, Then she does the same to another one. And then the last one to cut a gash in her arm before she sent him to the ground spasming bother she flipped the switch on the pain reel drawing away the agony of the cut then she took the knife and quickly cut fence bonds so there you go okay so yeah. her it's it so like, it's, it's probably an advanced one like it's mm-hmm. like you know okay a sure. fancy pain reel but she yeah. flipped the switch so do we think that flipping the switch moves or modifies the metal casing a little bit yeah, so that yeah, it's now producing yeah. the opposite effect that that seems the most reasonable yeah yeah oh and and it could even be using different gemstones like it might switch the flow of magic yeah. from one pattern of gems to another like yeah like if you have like yeah because clearly the emotion blaze so that had 10 fabrials all in a thing yeah. like the pain reel could have a bunch of gemstones and so, just like switch no, the metal from yeah like four gemstones to another four or something i don't know navani's pain reel could be several fabrials in one as well like you call it a fabrial but it's actually just like you call a machine a machine but right yeah like a a simple machine but it's a composite yeah right exactly and someone might bring this up but like i think it's in the navani's notebooks that or it might be in the arcanum but Fabrial, like artifabrians, generally when they're talking about a fabrial, they're talking about the gem, and then like the entire thing is a fabrial machine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, normal people just call them fabrials, right? Because uh, half shards are also considered augmenter fabrials. Yep, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Yes, and. One other type that we haven't seen uh, kind of on screen but is mentioned in the Ars Arcanum is a, and, and this is unnamed, but apparently augmenters are able to um, create wind. I'm looking for the exact quote here. Yeah, so there is, um, in, in just in the Oathbringer Ars Arcanum, uh, in the line <clears throat> that talks about uh, the augmenters, Chris says that these are fabrios that are crafted to enhance something. They can create heat, which we've seen and talked about, pain, which we've seen and talked about, or even a calm wind, for instance. Oh, a calm wind. Hmm. Um, we could probably make a, a stiff wind, too. <laughs> With well, sure, enough okay, effort. that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a matter of yeah. strength. Yeah. Um, it is interesting that the augmenters specifically... Uh, seem to work best, according to Chris, with forces, emotions, and sensations. Well, I, th- I think that's very understandable because the vast majority of spren are natural forces, emotions, sensations. Well, yeah, I guess I guess if you tie this back to the surges. Um, uh, well, I- I'm not saying that. I'm saying spren on Moshar are mostly like nature and like emotions. And to them, sensations are emotions. And they're also forces. They, they yeah. are like literally forces of nature. 
altering fabrioles can use any type of gem or have been observed to use every type of pole stone. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Like they are not restricted okay. in the same way, unlike pairing fabrioles to go into yeah. Eric's next point. Uh, yeah. So what Chris says actually is that uh, she has seen those crafted with many different kinds of gemstone. She guesses that all 10 can okay. be used. Well, it's what... like if they can use multiples, there, there's no reason to think they couldn't. I mean, would there we be do... any reason why there couldn't be pairing fabrials of every gem type? And... Well, con- there's two known types of pairing fabrials. Conjoiners, which um, if you lift one up, the other one lifts up, and reversers, where if you lift one, the other goes down. And conjoiners are only made with rubies, and reversers are only made with amethysts. Amethysts. Mm. So if I were to guess, I would say that if there are more uh, conjoiners, so mm-hmm. so these two are um, same, same force, different... Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, different, more pairing. So these are same same force, different direction, and same force, same direction. If uh-huh. there are more types, I would say that each pair would would come with different gems. So, for example, yeah. if you can, if you, just spitballing, uh, if you can have a febrile that um, enlarges something, and and its pair would be uh, uh, diminishing the size of something, then maybe those would use you know different gems. Or like whatever it could be. Like I, there, there could be more that are kind of paired, but that just do weird things that we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine like any lack of gemstone use is just they haven't figured it out yet. Really, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. But it's like I'll augment. There, this is just unique that these types of spread these types have only been observed with like these specific gem yeah, types that's unlike true. altering fabrials which yeah what t- type you use affects what they do yeah and i yeah i think specific kinds of altering fabrials would have like one required gemstone potentially like you would need a specific for like a to do a specific effect with an altering fabrial you would need a specific gemstone a ruby for a hedrio for example yeah yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, going back to the warning fabrials, it's that uh, they've been observed to use Heliodors, but there is not a known. It's like, do you just use Heliodors because that's the only one that works, or is that just the only one they use? Chris is unsure. Sure. And yeah. then we have motion inducing fabrials, the attractors and repellers, which were mm-hmm. used most famously in the Battle of Narak. Yes. Yes. Repellers have not appeared on screen yet, right? But Brandon confirmed their existence because the the bow thing they weren't repelling water; they were actually sucking water out of in a way from the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were less of a shield and more of a lightning rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also see one earlier in the book when. Shalon goes to meet Mraes for the mm. first time. That there's one that's attracting all of the smoke from a fire. Mm. Mm. That's a cool. I wonder if with uh, repellers, if you could do something similar to Wax's steel bubble, 
Probably. Yeah. I would say absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I would imagine that there would be yeah. something yeah. with enough effort that could kind of replicate that. I mean, right? not even and, not even with enough effort. Like, I would imagine that's pretty. I mean, not trivial, but pretty well, easy. With, like specifically repelling metal. Like that's specific and different from what we've seen. Right. 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 But, right. Yeah. So, so the ones the ones that we saw at the battle of uh, the battle of Narak. Um, Navani talked about well maybe there's a trickery here we we want to make sure we attract the water but we don't want to attract the water in people's bodies mm-hmm. so yeah. so that's the that's the trickery there yeah. but beyond that I think it's just a matter of well let's try these print let's try these gems let's try these casings until we get the one that works on metal and yeah. then, then it's done and I... it, it probably has to do with the, the pulse don't use because essential theory plays a role in this. Like there's a reason heat fabrials like use rubies because like rubies are spark mm-hmm. fire. And yeah, I believe uh. that the um, water attracting fabrials used garnets. Which so makes sense. Hold me Which on that. Which would make sense. That's and the, that the, blood. the smoke fabrial used smoke stone. Whoa, shocking. Um, Although we also have Ruby being used for span reads, which well, makes yeah, less yeah. sense. That, those are like in another category because those yeah. aren't affecting like mm-hmm. an, an element. Yeah. Yeah. I, I imagine we're given enough effort, there can be a Fabriel for whatever Brandon wants them to do. Like, (laughs) literally anything. And that is so exciting. It is pretty exciting. Yeah, and it's going to get even crazier when you start mixing technologies potentially from other planets, like... Yeah. Oh, like multi-planet, like, fabrials that use spren and gems and, like, metallic arts? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, that plus Aeon Door, which... We'll get into, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, there could be all sorts of things. But before we get there, we should probably talk about ancient fabrials, which are very different from the. Well, mm-hmm. kind of different. Pretty different. We think they're very different. Um, well, so, types of ancient fabrials that we've seen um, include oath gates regrowth fabrials soul casters are probably the most common one that we've seen a lot the of most famous at least yeah yeah and i'm not sure if they're the most common necessarily but they seem to be the most preserved maybe just because of how valuable and useful they are so yeah um there was <clears throat> there was a word of brandon where um Somebody asked about why, given how shunned the nitrate, the nice radiant mm-hmm. were in the past, why are soul casters, which are which essentially replicate one of their abilities, why yeah. are they so uh, prevalent mm-hmm. and and still used and not viewed with the same kind of stigma? And um, the short answer was, well, they are just way too valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he also says in that one that they're the most commonly used. Fabriel that accesses a surge, but they're not the only one. So, yeah, which like, you know, obviously anything that makes food is very valuable. Just like shard blades are very fa- valuable, and yeah, yeah. And he has said that there are fabrials that re- replicate each of the surges. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Which we haven't or seen it's all. it's possible to create a Fabriel that does yeah. each of them. Yeah. yeah. Whether or not those actually exist in the current or any time period. We'll see. Um, interestingly, he's also mentioned that it may be possible to create Fabrials that replicate the void bindings as well, not just the surge bindings. Great. <laughs> which doesn't tell us anything because we still don't understand how void binding works. Yeah. But it's something yeah. to look forward to in the future. They can replicate any ability, basically. Mm-hmm. Just like hemallergy. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, so let's dig into Soulcasters, because Soulcasters are the one we see talking that we've seen the most, really. But yet we still know very little about, and we still know very little about Soulcasting, really. Yasna has never been, Shalan, let me tell you how to Soulcast. That's never <laughs> happened so thus far, really. Oh, Yasna. And, and now we actually have more... Uh, with Kaza's interlude and yeah. some of the other chapters, we actually have someone actually using a Fabriel Soulcaster. Yeah, where Yasna totally wasn't. Yeah, and with Yasna's stuff, she was using the fake Soulcaster convincingly, like people thought it was one, but they're so shrouded in mystery and there's so much misinformation out there, we can't really even say, oh, they didn't notice it was a fake, so that must be how regular ones work because they might not have known. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what is so. interesting about her using, like pretending to be using the Soulcaster yeah. is that all the way back in the Way of Kings, when Shalon first meets her and, mm-hmm. and um, Yasna Soulcasts that block of, of rock, mm-hmm. block of rock, okay. Um, one, of her gem, one of her gems cracks. Yes. Yeah. And because that she's using the weird. stormlight from it. Well, yeah, yeah but like Kaladin, for example, uses stormlight all the time. Yeah, his gems don't break. Yeah, uh, the the only time we see gems breaking that I can recall is in when soulcasters are being used, and they talk about that. Yeah, and it, it also happens when she uh, is soulcasting the um the bandits or whatever in the alley when she does like the distance um shot and soul cast them her smokestone cracks yeah and And, we do see this with like fabrioles like yeah like putting like strain on the the gems right it makes them more likely because kaladin is often using many different gems like he's Mm -hmm. not it's not like he has like a sapphire he's always holding and always drawing stormlight from. But that. but the thing is, like, if Jasmine is soul casting, like, say she's not wearing this fake soul caster, mm-hmm. shouldn't she like just breathe the stormlight in and then use it? Like, and I, it's I don't weird. Think it's necessary. On, on on that note, exactly. Somebody once asked Brandon about Shalan's first impression of Yasna. Uh, where Shalan thinks how she almost sees Yasna glowing mm-hmm. when when she so casts that piece of rock, mm-hmm. and and Brandon d- talked briefly about how maybe Shalan was actually seeing Yasna um, use her surge and breathe in the stormlight, or at least that's my impression of his words. Yeah. But he, she didn't yet know how to how to understand how to process that. Yeah, how you to interpret really that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, here's the thing, though, right? So if so, let's let's go back to that block scene, right, with the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if Yasna is just using the surge of transformation as as she would at any other time, sure, she would one draw the stormlight from the gem, yeah. whether she breathes it in or it just kind of like goes through her skin or whatever, and and then she would do the soul casting. That puts no strain on the gem. Well, we don't know that. We, we can't say that. But this is the only time we see it putting a strain on the gem, I guess. Yeah. That a surge what, what I was right. trying to say earlier is that Shallan is using those gems a lot. Like, specifically yes, those nice. gems. It's not like Kaladin who's using a, ge- a different gem every day. But is Jasna actually using the stormlight from those gems, or is she using it from her bag or something? Because the gems don't stop glowing. Like when they use gems, usually the light gets used up really fast. Huh. And like her gems, right? Like they're still glowing until they crack. So because she hasn't used all of the, the stormlight. Yeah, right. Like, she yeah. she would presumably the stormlight from the gem. Otherwise, it wouldn't crack. But it, it seems like she would suck up the light so quickly, right? With what she's doing. So it like I feel like she's using Stormlight from other places and not necessarily just from the three gemstones in her soul caster. I disagree. Uh well we do know that she carries additional gems. Yeah, but for like the soul casting, like though though we haven't discussed this yet actually, but like soul casting is weird in that it requires specific gems to do certain things like unless you you're a search binder yeah for the fabriel soul casters well i'm not entirely convinced of that because that's what it says where in the arts Arcana, chris is like yo it's weird because uh if you use the if you use the fabrio you need specific gems but the fabrio mimics the radiance but the radiance didn't need specific gems mm, because i'm pretty sure brandon well, Shalon, I remember talking about this with Shalon scene. Like, did Shalon have any garnets around her yes. when she? I think she did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. When she soul cast the the blood uh, goblet into blood. Yep. Where else have we seen soul casting? Um, when she soul cast the ship, she would have yeah. also hypothetically needed a garnet if it was specific. Because she turned it into water, right? Yeah. And and garnet is non-oily. Liquids, yeah. Liquids. And, uh, but, but presumably she had all sorts of gems at that time, so who knows? Yeah. But when Shalon was poisoned, Yasna is freaking out because, like, I need a garnet to soul cast that's her true. But she does I was that. wondering, though, if that's just to keep up appearances. But yeah. so I think few people... that is really painting Yasna in a very poor light. That, like... like I, I I think she would have been like, oh, bring me a garnet. And then if someone hadn't have brought one, she would have just done it and be like, oh, I had a garnet in my pocket. But I think yep. she was. I read that it's as. Like, she, I read that as like her freaking out. It's like, I she need was a freaking out if you if you read that. Like um, she, she was she. Uh, I'm just she saying. Was freaking out. I, I so think she few was still. People, if so few people know about soul casters, then it doesn't even matter to keep up a ruse on people. On but people things do that people know. Don't know about. 
People mm. do like, know about she could have just stuff. said she had a garnet like in her bag if it wasn't yeah. necessary. Like yeah. she could have just done it and said like, oh, I have a garnet in my bag. I think you guys are painting this more dramatic, like because like this is from Shal- Shalon's point of view, who's passing out, and Jasna. Her voice was distant. She's been poisoned. I need a garnet. Bring me a garnet. There's one in my pouch. Shalon thought like, I just don't yeah. think she would ask for it because I don't think Jasna asks for things she doesn't need just because for subterfuge. I just well, don't think that's really a thing she does often, no, really. No, I, I disagree with you because we've seen Yasna be pretty paranoid about uh, assassins, about spies, about plots. Well, yeah, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I just don't... I think this is a, kind of a different scenario. Like, she, she if hires... She needed, if she didn't need a garnet to save Shalon's life, oh, why would she ask for it? Like, I don't know. That seems. A I bit think of a to keep up to appearances. Like, I, I think, don't like, think it's Jasna is Jasna. Like, she could have just said, "I have a." Gar-. She could have done it and just like, if anybody asks, like, "Oh, I have a garnet in my bag." Yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. I don't think. <sighs> Unless this is super conspiracy land. So back back in that first rock scene. Doesn't Shalan mention the kind of gems that Yasna has in her yes. cellcaster? Yeah, and so she says, uh, the gemstones set into Yasna's soulcaster were enormous, some of the largest that Shalan had ever seen, worth many spheres each. One was a smokestone, a pure glassy black gemstone. The second was a diamond. The third was a ruby. All three were cut. Blah, blah, blah. So no garnet. Yeah, no garnet. And when we do see Yasna uh, soul casting um, in Way of Kings before we know that she is actually able to soul cast without a device, uh, she always does smoke, crystal, and fire. Like, those are... Until we get to the jam, until we get to the jam, she only soul casts things into smoke, crystal, and fire. Because that Fabrio's specifically attuned to those, but it can do anything. Yeah, it can. Yeah, Shalon says it can do anything, but those are the those are the three things that so, Jasna uses it for. My impression of that is that it can do anything, but it needs like you need to replace the gems if mm-hmm. you want to soul cast other things. And so, what she was doing in the hospital, I would guess, is that she knew she had those those gems, and so if she did soul casting, that would normally require a garnet. And somebody knew that she didn't have a garnet in her soulcaster. They would go, "What the hell? How are you doing this?" But isn't it a garnet sphere that she has in her um, that Shalon has in her bag? Like, I don't think you can just slot a sphere. In no, it. and that's why I think, yeah. And that's the other thing is how, about this quote is how big, like the spheres in the soulcaster are the largest Shalon had ever seen. And I'm like, how bulky is, <laughs> you know, like I'm picturing the soul caster, like you're wearing it on your hand. How big are these well, spheres? Well, Shalon's also, you know, was Rural. pretty sheltered. So, yeah. you know, like how, so, yeah, they're how, not how like, much of his perspective. They're not like the emeralds from the king's treasury or anything, obviously. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but, like, Plus, you know, Shalon's still like a noble. Like, she's probably seen some, like, decent sized spheres. So how, like, these aren't like little marbles. These are like decently sized. I, I, have, I have the quote from the Ars Arcanum. Curiously, these gemstones seem tied to the original abilities of the soul casters who were an order of Knights Radiant, 
but they don't seem essential to the actual operation of the investiture when performed by a living radiant. I do not know the connection here, though it implies something valuable. It's like, Reading that, like, es- essential, do you need a garnet to do a thing? No. Would it be easier if you did? Probably. Yeah, that, that's right? That's my thought. Like, and it's easier I, to do when you're doing one of the ten essences. Like, having the pole stone associated with that essence makes it, like, yeah, no greater. That, yeah. I think so. It's I like how you don't technically need metal to do allomancy, but well, it just—it's really hard to do it without it. That 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 doesn't make sense to me though, because like no other metal or no other surge binding, like most surge binding, you take the stormlight and it's like uniform stormlight. You don't have ruby stormlight and sapphire stormlight. Yeah. You yeah, know, this is specifically a word of bread, and I'm I've been trying to find that. Yeah, soul casting is weird because yeah, it has casting, this restriction. Yeah, soul casting super weird and super complicated. Yeah, way more complicated than lashings for sure. Oh yeah, like there's no question about it. Like yeah, it just functions differently. I wonder too, though. So if that's true, and you do need, or it makes it easier to have the associated pole stone, I kind of wonder because. Like the way soul casting works, you're like convincing Spren to do things. And Yasna kind of talks about how different personality types, mm-hmm. you know, materials have uh, convincing types. and paying them and, and paying them. Yes. And y- you can kind of see how like, oh, if you're a very commanding person like Yasna, you might be better at transforming certain things than others mm-hmm. based on. Yeah. You're, you know, so maybe like Yasna's natural talent for soul casting blood isn't as good as she is at doing fire. And so she'd be more likely to need a garnet. Yeah. Especially yeah. when someone's life well, is on the line. She's, yeah. Right. Because she's less so, less good at it. Yeah. Um, she will be she's trying soul to casting make it easier. Yachalan's blood, like, while it's still in her body. Like, <laughs> screwing yeah. up is bad. Yeah. But then the other thing. questionable so, decision. The weird thing about soul casting too is when, and this is less relevant to Fabriel's maybe, but I always get tripped up when she soul casts the jam or the like jam substitute that isn't actually what stone is she using for? Because it's a composite um, material, right? It's not one of. It's not an essential material, like because it's food. Because it's plant matter. Yeah, well, with with food and I think flesh. oil and fl- yeah so soul casters can create more complicated materials but it all, but it, it becomes more difficult right yeah and, and that's that's one of the reasons uh people talk about soul cast food and how how bland it tastes well it's yeah. because that's the easiest to kind of mass produce uh, but then if you're talking about these gemstone things with these composite materials, well, that's true. do you need like multiple gemstones? Yeah. Like if something there. is like, you know, if you're looking at like a cookie that has oil in it and grain in it and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, do you need a soul caster that has an emerald and I forget what does oil? Uh, zircon. Um, zircon, you know? I don't know if you can 
do those things with a with a Fabriel Soulcaster. Yeah. Yeah. But y- like, you can make food. I guess like maybe they're making flour and oil, and then you're mixing it by yeah. hand. It, it's, um, I, I think making a cookie is directly technically possible, but practically infeasible. I have it's much used like all these 40 gemstones to create <laughs> one chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like Which, at that point, just make the ingredients and do it yourself. Yeah. Which is How maybe many? different when you're talking about a radiant soul caster. Like, yeah. yeah. But like, even then, like, like, yes, but I think they would be restricted. Like, the, the jam, I think, is difficult because it's a complex plant, but it's not that difficult. Like it, it wouldn't require multiple gems. Like See, it's I, just strawberries or whatever. I, I agree. I agree with you to some extent, Ian, but I, I actually think, see, I disagree with some people. I don't think Yasna, even if she knew jam better, I don't think she could have recreated the jam perfectly. Like, I think she failed for more reasons than. Oh, totally. Um, Cause like, she's just not, not good knowing at organics. Like, yeah, she said, I, like, I'm not good with organics. Yeah. And I think it's also that the jam was a little complicated for soul casting, um, personally. I wouldn't but completely I discount. Like, but it's a factor. It's definitely yeah. a factor. Yeah. It's on the complex end, but like it's yeah. nowhere near as complex as it could get. Like someone who's good at organics maybe wouldn't have had trouble with it. Mm-hmm. But if someone's bad at it, it's complicated enough that it's going to throw you off more than an essential material would. Yeah. How Fortunately, about... Yasna's good at making things go boom. Yeah. yeah. How about we talk about the Soulcaster Fabrials in particular? Because yeah. uh, those we see in Kaz's interlude, hers is specifically attuned to one essence. Yeah. So the majority of them are attuned to a specific thing. And it's like one in 10 or something. That can be um, everything. So she mentioned something interesting, and I would need to get the exact quote for that if we want. Um, but she mentions it being attuned to one instead of the usual three or something like that. And then she goes, yeah, but she, she doesn't I, I, know why. I thought there were some that were, uh, it wasn't like a Mistborn thing of one in every. It was like, there was like three. I feel like Yasna's fake Soulcaster was the only one that uh, we've heard of that is attuned to everything. Yeah. But, like, it's like, mentioned as, like, that's a, like, th- they do exist. Like, it's yeah, not, I guess. Because yeah. otherwise, people would be, like, Yasna, why yeah, is your yeah. Soulcaster so powerful? Like, Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's not and different. I think Yasna then would have restricted herself to only Soulcasting three 100%. materials to keep up the, the facade. Yeah, um, yeah Kaza says... She could not make the stone air again. Her soul caster only made only had one mode, not the full three. She did not know why. So three, that quote seems to say that three is like the full or, or the typical. Yeah, she says there's some full that, three. The full three. So some are lesser, some are more, but like Yes, some can do everything. I guess maybe Although, Yasna's only seems to have three modes at a time. Like it has three oh, okay. gem settings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so maybe like 
yeah. a normal Fabriel, a, a normal Soulcaster Fabriel would have like those three gemstones, could do those three things, but maybe you could exchange the gems to get it to like m- go into a different mode or something. Or so maybe it's... some like if they have the three settings, those are the settings. And then the really fancy ones that Jasna is pretending to have, you can switch out the gemstones. Like maybe yeah, that's yeah, kind it's... of a unique feature of certain Soulcasters. Because if Navani thought that the casing mattered for the fake Soulcaster, right, then, like... It's also, like, partially Shallan's plan. Like, we know Shallan admitted later her plan was poor. Right. But Shallan is like, oh, we have a Soulcaster that makes metal. If I steal this Soulcaster, we can still make metal. And she's just kind of assuming that she'll be able to... Make that out. work? Okay, so well, actually, she's no in, art of Fabrian. I, I yeah. have something in chapter thirty-three of the Way of Kings. Like, um, Shalon's thoughts is like it seemed that this soulcaster was attuned to three essences in particular: yeah, vapor, spark, and lucentia. But it should be able to create any of the ten essences from Zephyr to Talus. Hmm. That last one was the one that was important to Shalon. So yeah. she's saying it's attuned to those three, but it can do anything else. Huh. Mm-hmm. Brandon really screwed us over when it comes to <laughs> figuring out soulcasters by making the first soulcaster we see in depth literally fake. Yeah, like that. Just... I mean, do we? So, so do we even know whether it was fake to begin with? Like, it would make sense know. that she she uses a fake, like, because it's a lot yeah. of trouble to to be. Oh, I am a surge binder. And I'm going to now pretend to have a functional soulcaster. Let me actually go find an actual working super rare Yeah, soulcaster. I wouldn't put it past Yasna to have that. But, but I wouldn't now. put it past her, right? Yeah. But like one of the hints that we get that it is fake is no one knows how Yasna got it, right? Yeah, and they kind true. of attribute it to, oh, she's the king's sister, like, and she's yeah. super clued in scholar. So she got it through like some contact, but like... The fact that she has it is weird, and Would, that's kind of one of the clues. I mean, that... if it's fake, then you don't... Literally, the placement of the metal casings don't really yeah. matter. Like, you just have to, like, fit it together and have it look good enough yeah. to a casual observer, right? But yeah. if it's fake... Her mother is also Navani, so... yeah. So she would, she would be in the know to make it look very convincing. Navani like, doesn't Navani know where Yasna got it, though, right? Yeah. Like, Navani doesn't know I, either. Yeah, Navani is also nosy and would be like, hmm. Yeah, but Yasna's pretty, like, if she doesn't want something known to Navani, Navani's not going to know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's but probably a fake. I, yeah. It's probably then, a fake, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was real. And maybe yeah. if it is real, and she's, like, maybe that's why the stone crack? I, I'm still thrown off by the it's stone like, cracking. Yeah, that's, that's so what weird. I was thinking, too. It's really weird. I have zero issue with the stone cracking. I, I mean, I... I, I if that honestly, ends up being true, Ian, I, I wouldn't be mad about it, but I just... It, it doesn't make sense to me yet, so Brandon will have to explain to me we, that that is the case. We really need to see on-screen soul casting, because, like, Shalon trying to soul cast, that was a long endeavor to get that ship to do what it wants. Whereas Yasna totally has no issue instantaneously putting, creating, turning someone into fire. Ben Shlan is 
making allusions like the stormlight doesn't have to enter her to go oh, to the illusion. I guess that's true. That is also true. I've been yeah. I've been trying to avoid thinking about that because I felt one of you would bring it up and that's yeah. Counter. Yeah. So it's to... just like it's on her person. It's close enough. And like she has like some in su- some sort of like in her to start the process, and then it's drawing from the stone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. if she's so drawing directly from people. the stone, that might explain why it cracks. And yeah. And maybe like she intentionally does it that way to keep up the facade, right? Because oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Like stones, stones cracking is something that people know happens with Fabrials. And so like, it, yeah. yeah, it, and I do think also with Yasna, it's not quite instant. Like when she's fighting the goons in the alley, she does kind of take, it's pretty quick, but it does take it's a moment. to quick. Okay. And yeah. She, yeah. It, but happens, it's it happens fast. faster at the end of Oathbringer though, because yeah. the realms are so close. Like she well, does say, she says she's able to do it more efficiently and easier because oh the things she was doing there yeah, yeah. I, like I, I just it, it it's still very efficient and I want to see yeah. in someone's viewpoint actually doing soul casting that efficiently like I want to see that because we yeah. that actually, totally haven't that actually just, blows my mind by the way the fact that she can soul cast people at all and yeah like investiture like you are you are messing up with somebody's innate investiture like it's not there at all you're convincing a complex person that they are fire well (laughs) that's insane like Like, really not even convincing this is you are you are changing somebody's presumably spirit web on the Mm -hmm. fly well yeah and that's that's crazy strong yeah it, it is and Although, like, I do think it seems like investiture interferes with that because in the fight, the regular soldiers she soul casts, but whenever she fights a fused, she does something like she turns the air around them to oil and lights it on fire. Yeah, right. Whereas regular soldiers, she just turns them into fire. So, like, there's a difference in how she attacks. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if it's the investiture interfering that the fused have yeah yeah having more in innate investiture or something yeah or yeah, like Francis it's just like full metal mind is harder to push mm-hmm. um a heavily invested person is more difficult to soul cast well so like I, I keep going back to pushing on like like metallically uh pushing or pulling on metal inside people Mm-hmm. And that's super, super difficult. Yeah. And that's, you are not trying to do anything to the person. You're just kind of <laughs> trying to, to break through the, the uh, interference bubble. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and Yasna's like, what interference bubble? I, I kind of wonder though, if, because you're really intentionally interacting it on the cognitive level, if that physical yeah. interference is lessened. Yeah. It, it's like, Soul casting is, I would consider, a much more powerful magic than allomancy. It's like allomancy yeah. is fairly like yeah. low levels of investiture. Like soul casting, sure. like, there's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, there. and Generally, allomancy is a very yeah. physical realm based mm-hmm. magic as well. Like it's very physical. Well, for the most part, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say more so than most surge binding. 
Yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, I don't know. It's uh, like uh, uh, emotional metals do like go yeah. into this cognitive affair. Although, amount. I guess yeah. I guess it is it is worth mentioning that Chris uh, uh, talks about how uh, Roshar is one of the places where people just have access to stupid amounts of investiture regularly yeah. outside of of places and events like the Well of Ascension. Yeah. So the, the, the radiance have a ludicrous amount of power at their disposal. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's a ridiculous. There's a reason out of all the shard worlds that Vasher ends up on Roshar because it's, it's easy. Really easy. Investiture just rains from the sky. Actually. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk do we do we have anything more to talk about with uh like say the Kaza stuff and her soulcaster? Um, like she mentions a presence. Yeah. Like a spread almost that like haunts her. Oh yeah, that because yeah. I've seen some people theorize that like, oh, that's the spread of her soulcaster. Of the soulcaster. Yeah, because which... we we don't know for sure it, the if there are spread inside the correct soulcasters. we don't know it yeah. it's soulcasters are weird because in other fabrioles the gem is very important because that's what holds the spread right but in soulcasters gems are seem to be easily replaceable which so, would not be the true. case if you needed a spread in the gemstone yeah. every time that so yeah. if if soulcasters work similarly to other surge fabrials or ancient mm-hmm. fabrials, such as the oath gates, for example. What we see with the oath gates is that the spren are um they they kind of hang out in the same area in the cognitive mm-hmm. realm as the fabrial, but they're not like imprisoned in it or in in well, the prey. Yeah. Uh, do we know that, like, because I feel like they could be imprisoned in the physical, but then show up just kind of hovering beside it in the cognitive, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe. Like, and Ulf gates are weird to begin with. They're just yeah. yeah. how massive they are and how they operate and how complicated they are. But I'm saying if there is a similarity there where both Soulcasters and Ulf gates just have the spread kind of hang out like it's on a leash essentially it's not imprisoned yeah, uh, so you I, can do maintenance on the fabrial yeah then ahead. it could be like that's friend just being in the cognitive realm on the other side guiding kaza and it would also imply that the spren is a lot more powerful than let's say a flame spren yeah it's like since we met the oath gate spren i'm liking this theory more and more that like yeah and then it ties into like the idea of the sibling and Urethiru that like it probably it's not trapped anywhere, but it needs to inhabit the Fabriel. It's a almost symbiotic relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's always a safe bet on Roshar is is there a spren involved? Yes. <laughs> right? Like that's usually a pretty safe bet, but we don't we don't really know the the mechanics of those old fabrials because of the direct surge things it's the soul casters it's regrowth doing regrowth yeah very directly and uh, we know Oath nothing Gates, about the mechanics of the regrowth fabrial no nothing at all 
And yeah. like Oathgate's maybe doing transportation, but Brandon's been kind of coy about that too. Well, I I, I disagree that uh-huh. it's the transportation of people from Ash into Roshar that he's been cagey about. Well, like, Oathgates was... are transportation. Yeah, yeah. So so he was saying the um, Exodus from Ashen to uh, to yeah. Roshar. He's trying to make it work in another way, but he says if I can't make it work that way, I'm gonna make it like the Oathgates. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess there's just this one word of Brandon from 2015 that asked, uh, are Oathgate Fabrials that mimic the transportation surge? You said that Fabrials can copy all 10, and Brandon said, that's a valid line of reasoning, but I'm not going to say yes or no. Like, I think that's Brandon just like, I'm not going to I mean, it was that. 2015, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because right. we really hadn't seen Fab- the, Oathgates. the Oathgates in action. Yeah. Yeah. That he and just it, doesn't want to. But like, yeah, it, it, there, there's... The surge of transportation. Yeah, it, like they have to be, right? And the the Oathgate Fabrials are very strange in that they require a shard blight. Like that's very and, specific. And a living well. one too. And a it's, living one. I don't think that's a technical requirement. It's something that was added to restrict their use because these mm-hmm. are incredibly powerful things. We don't want everyone to be using them. So they added a lock to it. Oh, okay. I, I don't right. think yeah, that's sure. a like hard and fast requirement like the lock is a separate mechanism yeah almost. i mean almost like they've attached fabriel yeah these are probably extremely complex well and like if you're thinking about your and how it uh yeah it was a okay, fortress it's... like making it so the oath gates only work with someone who can summon a living shard blade is a pretty good Defense, that, right? Yeah, yeah. That you protects that. you from, you know, fused and and yeah. Like, Although hey, we're at your the fused apparently are able to make the oath gate work, right? No. Or did they use? No, they used the uh, Yezrian's. Right. Oh, is that what? Was that what? How? It yeah. Was? How? How? Because how did they get to Eurythru again? That was. Oh, or, or was it? Was it? Was it her face? Um, the Lata. the the dumb one. Malata. Yeah, the dumb one. Yeah, that's what he just said. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, Teravandrian's radiant. Yeah, she must she must have led yeah, them yeah, through. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Teravandrian like explicitly says that. Yeah. Okay. But the, the ancient we have no idea how these ancient fabrials are made either. Like, no mm-hmm. clue how the soul casters are made, because like apparently you go to Akana to get soul casters. Mm-hmm. I guess they got the, the they got a box have there. no issue with these ones. Like, yeah, and part of that is because it's a much more symbiotic relationship. Like we mm-hmm. were saying, like the spread aren't captured; they are just there to facilitate. Like, and it's part of their nature. Like the Oathgate spread. Yes, I think they're stuck there, but if they weren't, I don't think they would leave because, like. This is my entire reason for being. That's their purpose. Like they're, yeah, yeah they're created well, to do that kind of it, thing. It's kind of like uh, with the, if we talk with flames, like if you're attracting them to a place they like, even if you're trapping them, is their existence, if they can perceive anything actually unpleasant? I, yeah. Well, if we go to with Spren with like singer forms, like the Spren yeah. doesn't care. It's just like, oh, this is my life now. Yeah. Okay. And we're we're not sure how much like sentience or sapience uh yeah. lesser spren yeah. really. Lesser spren are so. like animals. Like or I, I would say they might even be less than 
animals maybe like some of them seem to be kind of animalistic especially the ones we see in the shades mark but or like certain types like i could see them being similar to insects in terms of like complexity and well yeah i would consider insects animals so uh, yeah no that's what i mean sorry like non-sapient like a, like a lesser animal though not like a very yeah. intelligent animal okay yeah very base well, I could th- see there being some variation. Yeah. I would like to apologize to all of our mosquito listeners. No. Mosquitoes I want all of our no mosquito listeners to die because <laughs> yeah. mosquitoes are annoying. Yeah. So anything more about ancient fabrials and modern in the modern fabrials? I, I guess the one thing is there's some question I've seen whether or not shard plate could be a fabrial because it does require gemstones. It works very differently though from other fabrials we see, but with ancient fabrials in the mix, I don't know, something to... I think we'll do a full episode on shard. Yeah, Yeah. probably. That's probably fair. that for now. Yeah. Um, One interesting thing that I've noticed between modern and ancient fabrials is that the ancient ones seem to, while all of them utilize the surges, which makes sense because surges are fundamental forces on Roshar, right? You can't do anything without interacting with the fundamental forces. The ancient ones apply those surges in a matter much similar to how the surge binders and the radiants do. So the surge of transportation just transports you from here to there. Uh, alt gates. The uh, regrowth fabrials just restore you, like if a surge binder uh, used um, uh, well, regrowth on you, and so on. While modern fabrials uh, they still use the surges, but they use them in much smaller and much more nuanced ways. See, I kind of disagree that, like, I yes, like, Ancient fabrials use the surges directly, but I'm very hesitant to say like, oh, modern fabrials are using surges too. Like, I think they I, have to. I don't think so. Like, I think, the, I think like, saying like, oh, everything on Roshar is related to the surges is perhaps technically true, but it's not a useful statement. That like these well, are so wildly different from what the surges can do that like, I would like consider them different well i would just say like a composition of surges could you know like it's do like everything here is four forces and i mean yeah sure you if you can tie it back there then they're yeah and it's like i, I, I think, think that's like, just a matter of yeah philosophy. you could tie it back to them like in some like philosophical way but not necessarily like in a way that actually means anything like it's like, right. I'm not. I'm not using the relationship to the surges as as a point here. I'm saying, yeah, they use them, whatever. But the way they like their effects are much less similar to what the radians do and surge binders do. Yeah, like they in, do in, very in both quality things. and quantity. Yeah, it's like it's less a magic system and more a science. Is the point I'm trying to make? I think they'd have to be some. Manipulating the surges on some level, just in various like, combinations like that can do different these, functions. Okay, so let's put it a different way. Like modern fabrials are like AVR, like whereas ancient fabrials are like elementy. One's a formal magic system, and the other is just like investiture doing stuff. 
Okay, let me back up and rephrase what I said. Okay. Ancient Fabrials replicate the abilities of Surge Binders, while modern Fabrials are kind of related to them, but not always in... in because uh, the, the motion-inducing one, Attractors and Repellers, Mm-hmm. That's very, very similar to lashings. And in I'm the not same saying... way that like pushing and pulling is related to lashings. Like, okay. <sighs> For the third time, this is not my point. What I'm trying to say is yes, they use magical effects, but they don't replicate the surge bindings as closely yes. as the ancient ones. That's my that's my entire point. I, I recognize that. I'm making a different point. Go, that, go like, record pedantic. Ca- are not important. This for, like, is not pedantic. Cast. Like, just ignore them. Like they okay. do very well, specific let's... things. Like you don't have to think about the searches. They are not important. Okay. Well, we're we're talking about two different things. So yeah. Yes. Like I, I wasn't saying like anything okay, was, wrong, was wrong. I'm just like making a point that like oh, because it definitely sounds okay. Like that. I objected to his uses of the searches, not to his point that like they do very specific things. So. All right, we're going to talk about half shards next time. Don't worry. There's plenty to talk about with half shards. More than I think maybe you need discussed about half shards. So stay tuned for that. But it's time now for Who's That Cosmere Character? Who's That Cosmere Character? All right. This first one is from Daniel Green. Oh, hey, I recognize that name. He makes YouTube videos. I don't know if it's the same Daniel Green, but I don't know. Maybe. But this one actually has six clues. Oh, maybe we'll need them. Maybe. And clue number one is this character is highly invested. And it is capital I and not money. Why? It's a capital some, I investiture. Okay. Some Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> I usually guessed first, so I'm going to let the two of you go. Yeah, first. yeah. Matt, why oh, how, how generous of you? I'll guess for Shaq. No. Kelsier. No. Um, Leras. No. This character is described as being mature despite their appearance. <laughs> I'm so sad you guys are not on video because Evgeny's face is just the best. Yes, yes, yes. Still? No. Okay. She's still. Well, she's invested, but I don't know. No, I was going to say she's not mature. Oh. He has her moments. Yeah. That's 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 why I was making a face because because character in the Cosmere are immature despite their appearance. <laughs> uh, yeah. So somebody. This one threw me off completely. Mm. Oh. Uh, uh, Susa Braun. No. So it's someone who looks immature but is actually mature. Right. Who okay, looks immature? Let's see. Uh, I'll say Vin. No. And clue three. This character once held influence over a sizable army. Truth call. I think. I think it's no. the, the one that's like 14 years old. 
It's not truth call. Okay. <laughs> You're right. It might be. Wait, that he he it has the wrong the name for kids. that returned, or that returned I, is not the answer. He is not truth call. That's all he's gonna say. No, Weather truth- love is the returned who he plays the game with. That's not. It's not, not weather love. No, no. Okay, <laughs> that's not my guess. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think it's true. Uh, I just read this. <laughs> I don't think it's Mercy Star either. No, Mercy Star is the curvaceous. Don't help um, him. Don't help him. It's not Mercy Star. Um, you don't know that. Like, totally guess Mercy Star. <laughs> <laughs> Although she does have an immature appearance, but she's not mature. <laughs> Do you have a guess? Hope Finder. Yes, it is Hope Finder. It is Hope Finder the Just. And the next clue is this character could also be referred to as the Just. And the the next clues were this character needed extra votes for the Council of Societal Ills. And clue six, fairly obvious. This person is returned. I hate returned. (laughs) I I just couldn't remember the right return's name. I yeah, that was just saying. I'm just saying. See for me. And I, return? I remembered Hope Finder. That's, like, that's true. You, 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 did get the descri- you did get the description, but I, yeah, I, that I feel... Yeah. Truth uh, Call, I think, is one of the other male return to Light Song is playing that Terrigan I think, game I, with. It, yeah, I hear Terrigan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want to annoy Argent, please send your uh, emails to who's that Cosmere character at gmail.com and say, use this when Argent's on. With <laughs> uh, but before we do that uh, there's one more who's that Cosmere character and this one is from Claire thank you Claire uh, and clue number one is this character is a researcher Roshu? no Axes no oh no it's gonna be one of them isn't it uh, Vasher no clue two this character is a member of a secret society. What? Adroitagia. No, but that, ooh, that's good. Good pronunciation, too. I think, probably. Close, but no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it feels like obviously we're being led towards Chris, so I'll go with that. Yeah, I was going to say Chris, too. No, but it's not Chris. Argent said it first, so... <laughs> yes. You're a power gaming... Yeah. Um, what I meant to say, so I'm going to say that is not my answer. No, no, you guess Chris. You guess Chris. You guess Chris. I know. I know. All right. Obviously, the it's likely a Roshard character because that's where all the secret societies are. Wait, no. Right. There's What's some secret societies name? on cell. I have a character in mind. Okay. I don't remember his name. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I may be more forgiving this time if you uh, give a description. Is it the guy who is sick in Bands of Mourning that's a member of the set and they steal the primer key from him? Yes, it is. And that is Professor Eirik of the set. Okay. Why? Well, I- 
Look, that was pretty esoteric. I'll allow a description. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> I just realized another possible answer would have been Cezed. Yeah, I think. The, the next, well, the next clue is this character is male. Then clue four, this character is an allomancer. And then lastly, this character has a degenerative disease. Hmm. Excellent one, Claire. Yeah, uh, that one job. was very vague. Congrats to Ian. That was that was that was well played. It was very yeah. well played. Uh, I hope we do better next time. Because I need to reread Bands of Morning. So with that, send your Who's That Cosmere character to Who's That Cosmere character at gmail.com. Follow us on 17char.com, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Uh, and you can leave us a review on iTunes. We love that. And so we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Call.